0: Welcome to Slow Dance Sundays with r and I'd love for R to kick us off with, tell us a little bit about what we're doing here, tell the universe who we are, um, and what we're, what we're going to talk about today.
1: Sure. So, we are a young couple, recently married, and together we're on a journey to learn how to live a full life and have a full relationship. And we love learning about this stuff, and we're always trying to get better every day. And we thought we'd finally get a forum to capture and share our learnings. And so whether no one listens to this other than us, or this becomes something, who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, But this is a good way for us to share just kind of what we learn on this journey to live a full life and have a full relationship. So. Uh In that spirit, um, babe, why don't you kick us off with, uh, we'll go through a few questions today of how do you know you're in love, what makes a good partner, and what makes a bad partner? And then we'll close it out with our email, how you can share your thoughts, feedback, or topic suggestions, and uh, the topic for next week. So stick around. Um, Babe, all right, great. So how do you know you're in love?
0: Mm, Okay. Wow, I love this question. Uh I know I'm in love when I cannot stop thinking about that person when there's like this little voice inside you that's just that goes, hmm, who is that? <laughs> and I think we've all been there and, and had that feeling and it, I think it I think the the beginning of Of that fire, if you will, starts there. and it's that curiosity of wanting to be like, "Who, okay? like what what who's that person over there? what what's what's their name? Like, what are they about? And I think love starts to blossom through through that connection. And, and understanding and finding out if you two have that connection, you have that chemistry. Because the more time you start to spend with one another, the more you share. And I think what's really important to, for, for love to to blossom and be able to grow in a certain environment, there needs to be honesty, right? And I think if in the beginning of any relationship, especially a romantic one, if you're willing to be honest with that other person the soil is 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 nice and rich and love can grow because the more honest you are the more you're willing to to tell that person like hey it's okay you can share with me too and through that the fire and this warmth mm. starts to, to to kind of grow and in, in, in your tummy and i think that's what everybody refers to as you know, the butterflies, and I certainly feel that every day (laughs) with this human being here next to me. And I think, you know, when you're in love, when thinking about that person brings nothing but joy, thinking about that person brings nothing but a smile to your face you're yearning to be next to that person, you want to support that person, you want to make sure they're doing well, they're happy, and whatever that may be because you're willing to be unselfish and let that person explore that. And I think that's when you know you're truly in love, when you feel that there are no, there aren't any hints of, you know, malice, coming from that person when you're willing to understand the purity of their love and you're willing to give that back. And I think that's when you feel it. I think that's, that's when you know when you're in love, like when all you want to do is spend time with that person, talk to that person, make sure that person is, is having a tremendous life like you and and you're able to share and grow with one another. And and yeah, I've definitely I definitely know what that is, like I said every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you, baby? Let's do it, let's do it over to R. What, what, how do you know How do you know you're in love?
1: Mm, how do you know you're in love? Well, I was actually I had maybe some follow-up questions. Oh, wow. Sorry about that world. That was a little bit uh, <laughs> sudden there. Uh, we somehow got disconnected from the app that we are using. Mm-hmm. But we're back, and we were in the middle of getting some follow-up questions to be about uh, what she said of how do you know you're in love. And one of the ones I was thinking of was, you know, that, that notion of honesty and being mm-hmm. being able to be totally honest around somebody. Yeah. Um, and you know that they don't judge you for it. You know, there's that real sense of love. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you say to people who might be in places where Uh, they want to show honesty, but they know it's not going to be well-received. Can they still love someone then?
0: Well, that's they need to take that step. I think it's important to understand, right? Not to hold in expectations when when you're sharing, when you're being honest. All you can hope for is that that person will be understanding, right? You can hope. And I think that's a concept that's often misconstrued because... When you expect that person to be understanding, right, and you're sharing your truth, and they don't receive it well, then that's a moment for you to analyze, right? That's a moment for you to kind of stop time and, and, and pick up on that and understand that, wow, like, okay, this is who this person truly is, right? Like, they're not willing to understand my truth or be okay with that. And that's, now the ball's in your court. Now it's time for you to reevaluate, okay, what's important to me, right? Like you understand your truth, you know your truth, you know what you're willing and not willing to do because it's for the right reasons. I think if there's the right intentions there, sure. But if there's, again, if it's not well received, then there's unfortunately no light there. And the only thing you can do is be kind and be respectful to yourself. First and foremost, because this is something that R and I talk about often and and you have to have a surplus of love to enter in a relationship or enter into somebody's orbit and and and, and be able to have that love because love is a two-way street. And the moment someone isn't willing to receive you and how you are then you need to make a decision of what's right for you. And what's really important here is that love will come and love will go, but you're going to be there. You're going to be laying down on that pillow, taking a shower, looking at that mirror. It's always gonna be you yourself. And you have to be kind to yourself and you have to love yourself and understand that sometimes that type of love just isn't right for you. And that's okay, you know, because As soon as that door closes for you, many doors, many other things open, and you just have to be willing to have that conversation with yourself. Again, for me, it just always goes back to honesty, because if you're honest with yourself and willing to ask those questions, you're going to get to the right place, in my opinion.
1: Hmm. Well said, well said. All right, so uh, let's see...
0: Well, no. I guess uh, let's let's hear about what you. uh, How do you know you're in love? You
1: haven't shared that yet. (laughs) How do you know? How do I know I'm in love? Um, I do definitely have some thoughts on this, and I think what we'll do is we'll take a really really quick break uh, because we just had a breakthrough in how this app works that we're using. Um, But stick with us. We'll be back in about uh, ten seconds or so. You might hear a nice little tune. (laughs) Be right back by R&B. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed those tropical tunes. We're still you know, learning our way around the app, so hopefully we'll find what works really nicely and is exciting, but perhaps it caught you by surprise, perhaps it woke you up, or perhaps you're excited. So uh, let's see, let's jump into, how do you know you're in love? That's where we last dropped off, Um, and I'll take this one on. Ooh, how do I know I'm in love? Uh, Earlier in my life, I used to say, you know you're in love like actual genuine true legit love when you can know within yourself that you'd be willing to die for that person in service of saving that person in some way shape or form whether it be jumping in front of a bullet whether it be donating a kidney you know whether it be donating something else you know um, I used to think that a lot and I think like genuinely loving someone intensely like that, I think that might still be a decent measuring stick. But I think these days I don't need a, an example as dramatic to really think of how I know I'm in love. I'd say how I know I'm in love these days is I think within yourself, you wanna always put forward, your you, you always wanna put your best foot forward when you're around that person and when you're doing something that might impact that person. I think is when you truly know that you're in love and you're in love with that person and you wanna show love to that person. And it's that notion of, you know, you can make a bunch of different decisions but the decision that you go with is the one that you feel is the best one for your partner that might best impact your partner and you trust that your partner would do the same for you and so that way you're always working in service of the relationship and in service of each other's growth and not you know just being lustful all the time you know i'd say i'd say that's how i know you're in love you just you want to be your best selves around the other and at the exact same time the other accepts you as you are today and every day because they know that you are constantly working to be an even better person and that's what's exciting
0: you know and I just want to quickly add to that because oh my god that was just beautifully said babe and and be your authentic self too right like not just be there, but be your authentic self and be willing to show who you truly are because like don't waste your time. You know, this life is precious. And I feel like you putting a a facade on or trying to kind of align yourself with how that person is before you even interact is just such an unfair thing for you to do to yourself. And I think that's just a really important note just to add there.
1: Perfect. Now, this app seems to go in five minute increments, and so (laughs) we're gonna pause right there, enjoy a little tropical music we'll be on in a few seconds, and then we'll switch over to what makes a good partner. Stick around. All right, babe, so what makes a good partner to you?
0: For me, it might be very simple in in the sense that I think that if you truly do care for somebody and you love them, being a good partner starts with that person understanding you, right? And you picking the right partner. So being a good partner to me is somebody who pays attention to the little things. That's truly what Wins my heart, and the details and the things that really make you feel the moment, right? Versus just kind of doing thing for doing something just because it's your birthday, or you know, and and just to get a bigger picture of that. Like for example, I I, I value someone writing me you know, a beautiful card and expressing how they feel towards me versus perhaps, you know, this diamond like necklace or, or whatever it may be of, of, of uh, material value. That to me doesn't speak as highly as someone taking the time to think about me, to put thoughts in words together, right? Like that all to me just really kind of drives the point home that they actually care. So the little things to me matter and being honest um, with me and being able to understand that a relationship and love is something that you have to work at, you have to pay attention to, um, and be willing to take that commitment on and and understand that that is reality. And I think a a good partner is also someone who is kind to you and who is extremely patient with you because we're on this journey together, you know, and and we're going to stumble, we're going to fall, we're going to make mistakes, we're going to embarrass each other. But as long as you're a good team and you're willing to talk that out and keep that in the past, right, because it happened. Now you own that moment and you take it from there and to have a partner who is willing to have the same outlook in life I think that's that's everything that's everything for me at least um so yeah I think a good partner who's willing to have a, a growth mindset towards love is essentially what what wraps it all together and makes a good partner what about you what about you I?
1: what makes a good partner I'd say a good chunk of the same I think one thing that I always recommend people is to get familiar with the book The Five Love Languages.
0: Mm, oh yeah. Because it kinda
1: walks people through the fact that we all give and receive love pretty differently. And so someone who let's say experiences love through as you were alluding to, through like quality time and that's how they feel loved,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you show up with gifts to them and their language isn't gift receiving, mm-hmm then they're gonna think you don't love them, even though to you maybe receiving gifts is how you feel loved. And so you think you're offering the most amazing amount of love to that person. So I'd say step number one is really being familiar with your partner's love language and kind of going through that exercise together of reading about them, understanding them, knowing which one or two or maybe even three, but really one or two you tend to gravitate toward and then trying your best to speak that love language um, as much as possible. So um, for me, I think a good partner is someone who's just mindful of that. Mm-hmm. An example that I think of is uh, one of my love languages is physical touch, not just or necessarily the uh, oh, lustful okay. kind, I mean, the, the, yeah, the obvious kind. Um, But it's really, if we're on the couch, um, you know, feeling her near me or feeling her hand on my hand or holding hands in public um, or every time we see each other hugging, you know, and for me, that's how I constantly feel love. Or Sometimes she'll even will be sitting down watching something and she'll scratch my head or something. And it's because she knows that that's how I receive love. And so, yeah, that is to me what makes a good partner. And uh, we'll move right on up to what makes a bad partner so uh stick with us enjoy the tropical tunes we'll be right back
0: welcome back everybody okay so they lead us into our last question of the day which is what makes a bad partner
1: what makes a bad partner um i think there's two things that really stick out to me in terms of someone who is kind of quote unquote bad, or someone that I really wouldn't want to consider like a soulmate or someone that would fill me with love. And that's someone who, one, wants you to change or wants certain things to be a certain way out of their personal selfish preferences, rather than out of that being the best way to do something or the better way to do something you know I think mm-hmm. if you want me if you give me feedback on something that I should do differently I need to be able to trust that you're telling me that and giving me that feedback because that's the better way to do something or that's something that's it's even more right to do something that way and not just because doing it that way will please you and your maybe like OCDness ness or anything that might be going on there Right. So for me, a good partner is someone who when they give you feedback, when they want you to maybe think about doing something differently, it's really in service of your own growth of being a better person, not just being someone who like, fulfills my selfish like asks or requests. Um, so that's step one. And then on the same token, step two for me is, is just the other side of that same coin, which is someone who really takes feedback well so I need to love you unconditionally and exactly as you are and at the same time in service of your own growth be comfortable giving you feedback on things that hey maybe you know think about doing it this way or hey when we run into this scenario um, it really would be a lot better if you did this or considered this or you know so on and so forth and it's just that feedback and I need a partner who I trust can actually receive that feedback well. Right. And for me, my responsibility still as a partner is, regardless if you genuinely act on that feedback or not, I need to accept you and love you as you are. But a, a bad partner would be someone if you don't even consider that feedback or don't even consider what implementing that feedback feels like, right. you just shut off right away and you just say, nope, I am what I am. Um, so yeah, for me, it's those two things. It's someone who receives feedback really well, and someone who um, gives feedback in service of growth, and not of out of selfish reasons. Wow. How about you?
0: Oh, that's like, just there's a quick clap. Like, that's just so perfect. I agree with a lot. I mean, with everything you said, babe, it just kind of hits on everything about this topic. But I think what I would add to this for me too, of course, in addition, right? Because like, I think it starts there. I think it starts with somebody who just isn't willing to try, who isn't willing to, to, to even entertain the thought. And we've heard those people like, no, that's not me. Or I've never done that before. And it's like, okay, (laughs) maybe our red flags are there. And I think it's, it's important for us to have compassion in those moments, because maybe that partner just hasn't, they haven't encountered someone who's willing to kind of show them away or lead them into what those good things are but i think again to what art was just talking about right like if they're not willing to to take the feedback because it's one thing for you to acknowledge that it's one thing for you guys to be like yeah this is the way i am now now the next step I think is what defines that that person and defines what relationship, what kind of role they should be having in your life. And it, it goes back to ha- kind of almost having like this triage approach to people who come in in your life and I think that's something that you sh- I do that I personally do because it makes me happy, but it, again, it it ties back to this notion of of understanding what a bad partner is because Um, if that person is just like, hey, (laughs) I hear what you're saying, but I just can't do that. Like, then that, there it is. (laughs) You know, like, then there is your magic moment to be like, again, is this worth it? Like, is this somebody I'm really willing to, like, give my love to? Because love to me is a two-way street. Like, if I'm the the same, I need to be willing to give the same as you are willing to to um to receive so and that's that's essentially what i believe makes a bad partner so thank you for listening today we really appreciate your presence r you want to wrap us up
1: yeah sure so that was episode one of slow dance sundays with r&b and again this will really just be a, a journey for us as we share what we learn about what makes love love and what makes life life and all the things that are fascinating about both of those that we come across in our trials and tribulations day in and day out so join us on Sundays hopefully every Sunday and if you want to get in touch with us either leave us some feedback some thoughts some commentary you want to suggest maybe future topics that we want to cover on the podcast or you'd like our take on feel free to email us you can email us at Slow Sundays at gmail.com There are no spaces there and no funny characters. Again, that is Slow Dance Sundays with an S at gmail.com So, uh, our topic for next time, we are going to explore... Pardon the silence there. We were uh, finishing up our thoughts around how to finish out our first episode and what exactly next week's topic will be. And we're back. So next week's topic, it will center around the theme of, okay, we talk all these things about being able to trust your partner and be vulnerable to your partner and them loving you. Um, But how do you actually get there? And we won't pretend to know all of the answers, um, but we thought we'd spend some time next week thinking about What are some of the things that we laid in our foundation that we think work pretty well um, as a young couple? And what are some of the some do's and don'ts and traps that we came across and we've learned from? Um, And we'll talk through those next week. And hopefully they're interesting to think about for you. So join us again uh, seven days from today, next week uh, on Sunday, as the name implies. (laughs) And... uh, Yeah, again, if you want to reach us, slowdancesundays at gmail.com. Signing off, this is R.
0: And V. Bye, universe.
1: Bye-bye.